0: Uh, 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 Old Guys Bitching. Do you know, last episode, I called us by the wrong title. That's okay. I didn't bitch about it. Nobody did, except a couple of listeners let me know that, uh, you know, you said it was old men bitching, but it's old guys bitching. It's like, well, thank you for correcting me because I'm old and I don't remember what the hell we're called. I don't either.
1: What were we called again?
0: I don't. Old guys bitching.
1: You sure? Sure it's not something
0: else? I'm not. No, I'm not sure about anything. What what day is today? It doesn't really matter because we don't know when people are going to be listening to it. So, what should we talk about today? You know what I got? I got something. I, I saw an article the other day. I mean, with all the the crap last weekend when we were not recording um, about the government shutdown and and all the fights back and forth between you know red and blue and all this bullshit. Um, and I I I've been of the opinion for some time now that. Perhaps the U.S. has just gotten to a point where we're too big and we need to break up. And there was an, actually an article, where did I see it, on, on Flipboard. Do you ever look at Flipboard? It's a, it's a news aggregator, and this came from Business Insider. And there was an article on uh, a map shows the U.S. has 11 separate nations with entirely different cultures. So, uh, which uh, makes we me would be left coast. Is that right? Well, yeah, but I mean, there it, it it seems ridiculous to try to keep us together as one nation when we're anything but.
1: And as far as we know, the state of California is paying for the rest of the country.
0: True, Acor- at least according to the state of California, but they have. I think they, I believe they according have according done. St- to the of... What's that? Uh, according to the amount of taxes paid in
1: by California,
0: right? And and uh, fact, on I... the right
1: coast. It would be New York and
0: on the left coast, California. They're paying for everybody. But but it's not just California because what they've done studies and if the blue states were to separate from the red states, the red states would go belly up in a second because most of the income for the country, most of the revenue comes from the blue states. That's right and, and always has and
1: it's always the red states that are taking back more than they pay in.
0: And yet they complain and and say we're paying out too much. Yes, we are. So go away, red states.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. We, now, your your solution is, uh, is secession. Is that
0: it? Well, no, I don't know about secession. I, I, I mean, I think if we were to say, look, this isn't working, we can't run the country from a central a government any longer because our interests are too diverse – And maybe we would be better off if we were to actually break up into these 11 separate nations with the entirely different cultures and then keep something in Washington, D.C. akin to the United Nations, but for states. That's where the United States would be.
1: You've done very well up until... You called it the United Nations. That, that's a killer for most of the red states.
0: Well, that is. So, but but I'm saying something akin to that, where we the 11 states would meet on a regular basis to confer on shared interests. And the interests we don't share, well, fuck you. We're going to just move on and do our thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, the. I think one of the other issues is When uh, the founding fathers put together this country, it was 13 states and uh, the 13 states all had uh, not large populations. So the Senate was set up with two uh, senators from each state and yeah that that worked pretty good because they were still representing about the same amount of people but now that we have 50 states and we have states like uh, california that have a bazillion people uh and then you have states like wyoming that have three people all total (laughs) who can actually read uh then what that means is states like wyoming and south dakota and other places that nobody should want to live have equal representation to California, and that's not fair. It really isn't. It means that states, you know, like Utah, which uh, the the state motto is "We hope we haven't embarrassed you." Uh, <laughs> you know, they they have representation that is just not equal to other states. It's it's much larger in proportion. So. If we, if we could adjust that representation,
0: then that would also help things out.: well see now this goes back to the whole the, the people who claim original intent of the Constitution and why that's such a stupid concept is because whatever the original intent was with thirteen colonies bears absolutely no resemblance to what the country is today
1: and that's correct, and you know now, uh, Benjamin Franklin who was the only president of the United States, who was never president of the United States. Yes. <laughs> I, but he is I on money. That he, wanted, that, that he wanted to insert into the original text of the Constitution, along with making uh, the turkey the national bird. It was much better than the eagle. Uh, I think he wanted to insert at one point, just for the future, just anticipating for what might happen if the country changed greatly, if the whole method of communication changed greatly. I think he wanted to insert the line, fuck them if they can't take a joke.
0: And I think I would – first of all, I would love to see that in the Constitution. I think that would be just a great – let's that's, that's have a constitutional convention right now and insert that line somewhere, anywhere. I don't care where – put it in every goddamn part of the Constitution – End every section with fuck them if they can't take a joke. I like that. I like that a lot. But, you know, also in the early yeah. days, I mean, the big, biggest problem I think confronting this country today is our political parties, which um, even because now it, it's not even a matter of, of any kind of philosophical differences. It's like our side has to win. I think we we might have touched on this in in a previous podcast, but in the original days when the country was first being founded, both George Washington and John Adams were against political parties, and they both said that they should be banned – And unfortunately, the Congress at the time, the Constitutional Congress, said, nah, you know, we think it'll be fun. Let's have political parties. And it's never really worked out. It's always been bad, but it's gotten much worse in recent years. And I don't know why. I I don't know. Even
1: then, then, the the political parties, you know, even back then, uh, during the... uh, Late seventeen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds, and they had the uh, the political parties. Uh, Congress could get kind of interesting, you know, fist fights, stick fights, and I think you know that if we would bring that back, I, I think it would probably be a, a much more representative Congress.
0: I, you know, I like that idea, and I think that we should have uh, that Chuck Schumer and And Mitch McConnell should be able to call each other out and have to go outside the Congress and have a fist fight. Now, my money would be on Chuck Schumer because being a new york kid i I think he's probably had his share of street fights, although looking at him he's probably the one that got beaten up a lot. but this would be payback but, but you know, mitch McConnell Mitch McConnell, all he would have
1: to do is pull his head back in his shell. <laughs>
0: That's true. That, that's absolutely true. And then Chuck Schumer would break his hand on his shell and uh, Mitch yeah, would win. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, you know, uh, W.C. Fields uh, had a, uh, a solution, although this was more addressed to uh, uh, to countries, to nation states rather than the, uh, the Congress. But I think this would effectively work. What Fields said is instead of having a war. You should take the leaders of the countries, the individual leaders of the countries. They should go into an arena and fight it out with
0: socks filled with horse manure. Really? Yeah, that was Fields. <laughs> I think that would be awesome, and it would make for a great reality TV show. Uh, it would be perfect. By the way, I do have to to give some credit i
1: i use that line about ben franklin being the only president of the country who was never president of the country that didn't originate with me that came from the Firesign theater and it's on their album everything you know is wrong which unfortunately
0: is more prescient than satire <laughs> so, <clears throat> so,
1: yeah, theater gets
0: that is frightening but anyway so so le- let me ask you if if uh Another question, if we can't break up the country and if people start getting fed up enough to a point where they would want to move out of the country. Because if you remember on election night, um, we broke I, – I think I personally broke the Canadian immigration site because as soon as they announced Donald Trump is the winner, I ran into my office and I filled out an application online to apply for citizenship in Canada – And as soon as I hit send, their site went down, which I took very personally. And I thought it was Canada telling me we don't want you. But uh, if if you were to leave this country, where would you go? What country would seem to be the place you'd want to live?
1: Well, having researched uh, around the globe, looking at countries, um, it's kind of disappointing, really because uh, virtually every country has some sort of downside to it. Now, Norway's been uh, lately, and um, I don't know if you happen to watch that uh, TV series, uh, Lillehammer. I saw part, uh, yeah, uh, I did see a few episodes. Okay. And, uh, you know, it, it, it looks it looks wonderful, but... Now, you live in the Pacific Northwest, and you're used to a certain amount of low temperatures. For a while, I lived in upstate New York, where we had 195 inches of snow in one year. Uh, Now, I live in the desert, and I find that I like the temperature here. But other desert countries, eh, you know, I don't know, uh, a little dangerous. You know, you got people uh, shooting at each other and driving around pretending to be Mad Max.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I doubt that there is such a thing as the perfect country. I I would guess if we move to Norway, if we move to Canada, if we move to New Zealand, any of these places, uh, it might seem great at first, but I'm sure at some point we'd find the downside of it. So nothing is perfect. However, um, the way I see this country going is so frightening That I'm not sure I want. I'm starting to feel like, is this the way people in Germany felt when Hitler came to power? And I'm not equating Donald Trump with Hitler. I don't as much as I'm not a Trump fan. I don't think he's a Hitler. But um, but I'm wondering what that feeling is when you when you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you have to get the hell out of your country.
1: Yeah, and it is a scary feeling, and you can see so many uh, similar things happening in the United States that happened in uh, 1930s Germany, and even the Germans are warning us about that.
0: Yeah, the you Germans, you know like that means speaking, something. They're, they're when the Germans are telling you get out, you got to listen. They know from where uh, yeah, whence to because- leave a country.
1: Oh, the last thing we want is to sing the new national anthem springtime for Hitler <laughs> i I,
0: uh, I don't know that might work as long as it's got the the whole dance routines and all that. I might go for it now now I mean talk about What's the national the- anthem do we do you take a knee when you sing the national anthem i, I the national anthem our national anthem. In all fairness, I, I don't know. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it is
1: kind of unsingable. I, I I just when you know people say take a knee, I'm just hoping it's not to my groin.
0: Well, that that could be too. I mean, I I, I think that was just such a bunch of bullshit because who cares if somebody takes a knee? But uh, you right. know, Trump makes these things work somehow. So so now we're talking yes, about the, there's a an immigration uh, plan. I don't know what you – it's not really a bill, but there's an immigration framework on the table that he sent to Congress um, that allows for an eventual path to citizenship for DREAMers. And I think it's like a 10 to 12-year path. Um, I don't know what happens to them in the meantime. I hope that doesn't – uh, it doesn't mean that they're. Oh yeah, we'll kick them out for now, and in ten to, 10 to twelve years they can come back. I mean, because I, I, I just think kicking those kids out who knew, who know no other country, would just be evil. There's no other way to to say it. It would be evil. Um, I agree.
1: And uh, now I, I honestly, I, I uh, before we. Re- started recording i literally just ran in the door so i have not seen that i did see the headline don't know what's in it yet um i'm sure it will come out soon and by the time anybody listens to this it may already be dead and buried
0: well that's true but i don't uh, think they can afford to to. i I think something's going to happen i just don't know what um, and and i don 't know i i, I don 't know if a fair compromise would be to let them stay, but citizenship would be farther down the road i don 't know that that would be a bad compromise i think the the number one thing is to keep them from being deported because that would be wrong
1: right because most of the the kids have lived here all of their lives right they speak they speak English sounding like Americans, and they uh, Uh, Many of them have uh, degrees. Many of them have
0: uh, enlisted in
1: the armed forces, and some of them are even working as doctors now. Right, and we don't need to be deporting doctors.
0: Right. I mean, I, I, you know, I think about it now. Now, my family came over in the late 1800s, so we were not, uh, you know, we would, we were came from Lithuania and England, and uh, I think maybe Russia. Um, but I have nothing to do with Trump being elected. Uh, but the, uh, I, I can't imagine if someone came to me and said, you know what, we just found out that your great-grandparents did not come into this country legally. Uh, they just got off a boat and they were here. So we're sending you back and you have to go to Lithuania I've never been to Lithuania. I, I don't speak Lithuanian. I don't know the first thing about Lithuania, and I don't think I'd be able to survive that.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you what's
0: the capital to, of Lithuania. I have no idea. Does it I have a know. capital? Uh, L, L, L. Capital. L. capital L, as in Lithuania. That's probably it. I don't think you know. I and I think there are twelve people in Lithuania. So there's probably it's a little shack where they, uh, uh, you know, they gather. Or it one that one person gathers. Oh, speaking uh, well, speaking of little tiny countries, do you know I did I did an interview of uh, a year, couple of years back, with a guy in your neck of the woods, um, and I, 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 what I, with I neck would that be? <laughs> his name just escaped me, but he's got his own little country in the middle of Nevada. I'm not surprised. It, I, I've been around Nevada and uh, a lot of people live in their own worlds yeah it, I'm not talking about Clive and Bundy this guy was actually pretty <laughs> funny and and he was doing it as a goof and as as uh, because he had once seen uh, the mouse that roared and it inspi- he inspired <laughs> him and a friend to uh, just start their own country
1: well groovy there is a town uh, it's now Clark County Nevada is where Las Vegas is located it's a it's a huge country uh, county itself. So if, if you uh, look at a map of Nevada and look down as far south as you get, and the, the point of Nevada that's being driven into Arizona, uh, that's that's Clark County, that, that whole section. And uh, so between uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, one gambling mecca, and Laughlin, Nevada, the cheap-ass gambling mecca, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a two-hour drive. But in between... In between middle of the desert literally flat nothing around uh colorado river probably 20 25 miles to the east and a low mountain range probably same distance to the west and this place uh is just oh you know, three quarters of a mile long and uh, a couple of hundred feet wide as you all through as you're driving through cal navary it's a you know clever clever uh set cal california nev nevada airy arizona and it's only in nevada not even close to california or, or arizona but as you drive in you're going to see a sign both ways it says u.s coast guard station <laughs> yep <laughs> yep the only thing that i could think of is that they were planning for the big one and think that that's where the oceanfront properties come
0: <laughs> I, I you know for some reason why that does not surprise me at all um i just remembered the name of this town in in uh, nevada it's called molassia or it's not town it's a country and it's on like twenty six acres, I think. It's the guy's property, but in 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 researching the story, and like I said, he did it all in fun, so it was just a fun interview. Um, but uh, I, looking it up, there he's called a micronation. Malasia is a micronation, and there are. Thousands of micronations around the world, some of them serious, and, and people just not happy with their country. So they've built their own little country in the midst of a country, and they have all different uh, political protests, and don't, some don't pay taxes. This guy's very good. He pays his taxes. Like I said, it's just a goof and a tourist destination. But other places have serious micronations, and I'm wondering if that's where we're headed if people are going to start doing that know. in this country.
1: Well, you know, you've, you've given me an interesting idea that maybe I will pedal to a town inside Nevada. And uh, the town is, well, no, I'm sorry, it's not inside Nevada, but it's right on the Nevada uh, border, south of uh, Prim, which is uh, the uh, lowest point in Nevada that you can get to. And uh, it's called Nipton, N-I-P-T-O-N. And Nipton was recently purchased, and Nipton is now the one town in California that is a cannabis
0: resort. Oh! Should become their own country. You know, I did hear about that, and that is awesome. And and uh, do I need a visa to go there?
1: Well, I'm sure they're going to start requiring them,
0: <laughs> because uh, that's that's the uh, the sole industry in Nipton. Well, but now you in in Nevada, you have legalized marijuana now, right?
1: Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah.
0: And California has legalized marijuana, and we in Washington have legalized marijuana. I'm not sure does Our, I think Oregon might have it, but I'm not 100% sure. Which which all boils down to we're all on Jeff Sessions shit list. <laughs> I think that's about the way that Yes, we are that comes out.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Now I, we we've been we've been addressing some serious topics with some uh, idiotic opinions but <laughs> this this is a humorous topic that uh, I uh, just ran across just before I got here
0: that we could be idiotic about. Yes, I
1: had lunch lunch <laughs> with a very good friend of mine Bruce Block who is a comedian magician He's um, appeared internationally. He's been on America's Got Talent a couple of years in a row. And uh, Bruce Block is very good friends with the comedian, the amazing Jonathan. I don't know if you've ever run across Jonathan, but you can definitely see him on YouTube.
0: Yes, I've heard of him.
1: uh, And uh, recently, uh, now Jonathan has several pet cats. And (laughs) he was going on vacation. So he asked Bruce to stop by his house every day and, uh, and, and feed the cats and make sure they had water and make sure their litter pens were all clear. And so they, uh, they, they had this arrangement. Um, at the same time, without consulting him, Jonathan's wife uh, asked Gallagher, the comedian, mm-hmm. if he would house-sit and take care of the cats. Uh, so Bruce showed up and he'd been showing up every day and he's thinking boy these cats are going to get skinny because they're just not eating their food and he would take their food and the food that was in their pan and and dump it out and put fresh food in and one day recently while Jonathan and his wife were away uh, he came in and he was starting to fill the, uh, the cat's food and he heard somebody in the house and he froze as he heard somebody coming toward him. <laughs> and before he could run, panic or whatever, suddenly Gallagher jumps out with his sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce, wouldn't that have been a great headline? Comedy magician killed inside Amazing Jonathan's house by
0: Gallagher with his sledgehammer. <laughs> I love it. I didn't even know Gallagher was still alive. I was... <laughs> Neither does he. Don't tell him. That. Okay. That's, that's terrible. You know, it's funny because you mentioned cats. I, now, I, I have two cats, and people who know me know that I love my cats. I mean, they are like my children, probably because I have no life otherwise. So uh, I have to dote on the cats. And And just before we started recording, I usually, when when we do record, I come into my office and I close the door so that the cats can't bother me because they love to jump up on my desk and stand right in front of the monitor. Now, they're used to doing this because I've been looking for a dog lately to add to my home menagerie. And that's when they tend to jump on the desk and block the monitor when I'm looking at dogs to adopt. It's like they know. It's like, we don't want a dog, and, it, and it's Absolutely. like, we're not going to make it easy for you to get one. So I thought we were going to have to do this whole episode with the cats uh, participating. But so far, now, now that I said that, they'll probably jump up. So far, they've left me alone. All I had to do was open the door, and they're okay with that. Now they know where I am, and they don't have to bug me.
1: Well, I, I've always had dogs, but recently I acquired a cat. And I'm trying to learn how to really, uh, you know, care and nurture and uh, make sure that the cat is happy and all those sorts of things. And so I'm venturing into sections of the pet food aisle that I've never ventured into. I mean, I I said, well, you get a bag of cat food and you put it up for them and they're happy. Well, uh, my cat's been moping around a little, you know, sitting in his his crow's nest in his little cat tree and just all curled up. So I thought maybe I should... uh, you know the dogs like treats. I, maybe I should uh, get the cat a treat. Now, when you get to the dog treats, you know you got milk bones, you got pepperoni, and and that's that's kind of it. Well, the cat food treat section—I'm sure you know. Boy, that is real seafood medley. You know, backyard barbecue, beef, uh, chicken—all sorts of ways. You know, chicken alfredo. Uh, uh, It sounds like something
0: you want to try yourself.
1: uh, Then then you've got the catnip stuff. And I was noticing on the Temptations package today that one of the illustrations is a cat that looks like incredibly stoned. And not only (laughs) that, he's sitting in a pot. Now, what does that say to you? That's that's catnip. That's exactly exactly what I got my cat.
0: We have... um, well I I mean, uh, theoretically we're at about at the end of this episode we're almost at our 30 minutes but uh are we going to go a little longer because we had some sound yeah, break up we'll a little longer because we won't mention that we had technical difficulties in the middle of this one we just keep that a secret we'll edit that out in post I I think it's better if we let them know we had technical difficulties cuz then at least there's something explaining uh <laughs> where we are no one can explain our opinions then. no that this is this is very true, very true hey do you, I got to well, ask you now there there's we haven't talked about uh, when, and I don't really want to get into it we can get into it another episode, but do you watch this is us this is who this apparently is us i don't you know I, I'm, I'm regularly
1: chastised on Facebook because I have not seen an episode it's because I have such a backlog of, of television. I mean, this is uh, the platinum age. We're going to go past the golden age. This is the platinum age of television drama. Oh, it is. Because of the volume of stuff that's turned out and the quality of stuff that's right. turned out. Right. So This Is Us is on my list. I just haven't gotten to it. So, Well, I don't,
0: know, I don't know how you've avoided it because it's, it's part of the zeitgeist and, and everybody talks about it. And it's really hard to – if you go a day past when the show airs, it's very difficult to uh, keep what happened a secret because it's everywhere. I mean, its its articles are showing up online about it, and, and people are cr- still crying the next day about it. It's a very emotional show. And I, when we were talking about doing this episode last night, and we I had some technical difficulties, so we pushed it back. And and then when I contacted you after dinner. Uh, after my dinner, about doing it. You said, well, we're sitting down to dinner now, so let's do it tomorrow, which was good because I realized I was so emotionally overcome by This Is Us that I couldn't say a word without bursting into tears again. It's, it's oh terrible.
1: My, that would have been very difficult for me.
0: It would have been very hard. And, and the cats just look at me like, what the hell is wrong with you, man? Get a grip. <laughs> they, they have no tolerance for, for my emotional... Jags. It, I, I don't know if it's a uh, a hormonal thing when you get to this age, but the show just takes it out of me.
1: Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, as far as my binge watching goes, uh, I'm up to the uh, third season of Good Times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Has the dad died yet? He dies, doesn't oh he? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Then maybe that was the eighth season. I don't oh, remember. <laughs>
1: John Amos. Oh what yeah. happened to you? Yeah.
0: I I think that one of the reasons why we are in the the platinum age of television is because of cable and because of the fact that uh showrunners are given the ability to do what they think is best and you don't have a bunch of suits telling them what they can and cannot do. And that's why we had such great TV and it's make it's I think for me it's killing networks. There's very little I watch on regular networks because the shows are so dull in comparison. Except This Is Us, apparently. Except This Is Us. This Is Us for some reason. I don't know why. It's it's the type of show that if you can't identify with what's happening on This Is Us, you're not human. I, I think that's what it, what it boils be, um, down to. I'll have to take a look, yeah. Okay. Well, you so, do it. Have we reached... I think we have. We will be back soon with another sparkling uh, episode of Old Guys Bitchin'. I got it right this time. Old Guys Bitchin'. You did. Please subscribe and, and join us. Is Steve Fisher. That's me, and the other guy is Byron Tidwell. And we are.
1: And whoever you are, Old Guys Bitchin'. We are Old Guys
0: Bitchin'. evidently. See you next time.